can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys, Heather here with Hump Days on Wednesdays with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. I totally have to redo this one because I just realized I hit stream instead of record. So I was streaming this to my gaming platform. (laughs) So I'm going to redo this entire episode that I just did. Thank God my episodes are only like 10, 15 minutes long because I totally just effed that up. Shit. Anyways, so today... Now that I'm looking at my thing and I see it's actually recording and not streaming. Oh my God, I'm so dumb. Okay, I want to go over a book. I'm going to not go over an elaborate amount of this book because it's so short, but it's short and to the point. It's called The Little Red Book of Selling. And the book is like this big. It's it's tiny, right? If, if you're not watching my video, you can watch my video and it'll show you the size. So the purpose of this book is to prepare to win or lose from somebody else. Um, well, I didn't say for somebody else because you're in control of that. I'm trying to think. I, I, I read this book so much and I'm like kind of embrained in my head. So I'm just going to kind of jump right into it. So the main things, I'm just going to dab on like three things on this, on this book. That's it because it's so short and sweet. I don't want to. I don't want to give away its total potential. I really want y'all guys to read it. Business owners, please take the time to read it. Salespeople, take the time to read it. It took me like a couple hours to read the entire book. And I retain a lot more by reading little sections than reading the entire book. So for me, like I was highlighting, I was penciling, I was making notes. That's how I retain information. So remember on my other webinar, retaining and listening, two different things. So make sure you're retaining the information that you're reading. So customers, right, don't want to be sold a product. They want the value. Most salespeople tend to meet with that customer, then talk to them about their own business. Stop talking about your own business. You want to show that value. You want to make sure that you take the time to do your own preliminary research on the person that you're going out to. I will tell you, If I have a dab that you're in your own business or you're doing something else, or I'm going to do probing questions to ask, I'm going to, I Google a lot of my people, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Google, whatever, to learn about that individual, especially if it's a large job. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't do that on like my $10,000 jobs or less. If that customer is expected to spend $100,000 or plus, I'm going to get to know that, that person I'm going out prior to me going out. So that way I can look prepared and I don't look like an amateur salesperson. That way I can chit chat with them to help understand whatever their their value is, their needs are, you know, so on and so forth. So because remember, it's all about the value and it's not about the price. That's what you're trying to sell to these individual consumers. So many salespeople have issues with giving away their free time. So again, my other podcast was about giving away your time on your 3D renderings, on your time for let's say you're giving away glow in the dark mosaics because i give away glow in the dark mosaics because a i love them too they're not that expensive 
I don't have to sell a hundred thousand dollar job to be able to give away a fifty dollar product. You know what I mean? So the small stuff is totally fine, but not the bigger stuff. So if a customer's shown that they're valued by that salesperson and takes a proper time to educate them on why their product is worth more than the sales price, you want to make sure that you create that value for that customer. Because remember, that customer's perceived value and actual price, they're not the same things. They're not going to sit there and say, hey, I don't want this value at this cost. Or what's happening in their mind is, okay, this product in my mind is only worth this value because I looked it up on Kelly Blue Book. Let's take a truck for an example, right? The trucks are not saying like COVID shit that's going on right now. Let's take a normal cost, right? Let's say that truck on Kelly Blue Book was $10,000, but you're trying to sell them at $15,000. Well, where is that $5,000 difference coming from? What value are you adding to that consumer to be able to justify an extra $5,000 jump? Because I am definitely not the cheapest around, but my value is added with how I retain my clients, how well we communicate, what we schedule, how well I keep up with their project. You know, there is a lot more value that goes into it versus just me coming out and giving you a bid. The salesperson is huge. They're not only selling your clients your product, they're selling themselves. They want to become creative in that space make something stand out that that salesperson does like me. That's why every, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, you can. Every one of my jobs, my, my pearl necklace, they never, they never come off. They stay on me. A lot of the clients know me by the girl with the pearl necklace. They don't remember my name. They don't remember anything besides the pearls. I get so much compliments on my pearls and that's, that's how they retain. So I stand out. Even if I forget to give them a card, because my cards are digital, right? It's on the it's on the back of my phone. It's actually not on this phone. It's sorry, I uh, have it actually over here. So this is what I use. It's called Popple, and it's just a scanner that goes into their phone. You scan to their phone, and bam, it's done. It's like a QR code digital, so to say. So I don't ever give them hard copies. Everything of mine is digital. So the next thing, okay, that's really good on this book is engaging them on convincing myself, like the salesperson, right? You want to put your per, your salespeople in Cohen Hoots with the individual. Are you making that rapport? Are you, what are you doing yourself that you wouldn't want done to your other customers? So the best ways to establish rapport is to get others talking about themselves by asking the right questions, like probing questions, right? 
So what I mean by that is you look around on that backyard. If you walk through the house, immediately start scanning that house. Not like creepy, like I'm going to steal your shit. Like (laughs) just for probing questions. Like I walk through houses all the time. I see people that are into football, which I don't know shit about football, but sports. I know sports, right? So I talk about sports. I see people that are into fishing, into politics, into whatever it may be. Politics, though, I will tell you, I walked into a house that had complete flags everywhere, banners everywhere of the specific individual, and that's all they want to talk about. And I so hard. I don't talk about politics with any of my clients. I don't. None. It's it's a zero topic for me. But this individual kept probing and probing and probing. And I finally told him, look, I'll talk about anything else with you. I noticed you had X, Y, and Z in your house. Let's talk about those things, right? So there's certain topics that you definitely want to keep out of that doesn't belong in the company, in my opinion. Um, I have had where it's turned into major shit shows with certain people. So let's just take that out. Salespeople tend to rant constantly about their product and their company without taking the time to listen to the customer's needs. Whenever you understand that customer's needs, if that customer is engaged by that salesperson and that salesperson's asking the right questions, they're going to reveal everything that salespeople need to know to convince them why their product is the perfect fit and to convince them why that value for that product is there. Listen to that line again. If the customer is engaged by the salesperson asking the right questions, they will reveal everything that that salesperson needs in order to convince that consumer why their product is a perfect fit for their needs. Please take the time and start learning how to do that, salespeople. It is hard to do, but you have to start listening and you have to start comprehending these things. You want to dig into the philosophy of sales and informing your salespeople to do that is where that philosophy is going to come from because the customer doesn't really know what they want until they've been asked. And if you're not asking the proper questions, you're just going to go round and round in circles. It's never about the product. It's never about the features. It's about how the product can benefit the customer. Listen to that again, how the product can benefit the customer, right? Because until it's... and. It isn't fully sold until the customer is sold on the fact that the salesperson is generally interested in their needs and they know things that are trusting to that individual. So once that happens, the product's going to be sold because remember, I can't stress this enough and I may have done this on another podcast as well, but people buy people first. Their products and their services are the second service. So you're selling your value, they're selling your people, and then you're selling you as the individual. And then that product is just a secondhand, right? That comes out secondly. I can't tell you how long that it takes for me to understand that. When I first started my business, that was super hard for me to comprehend that I'm selling myself because I am a very talkative person for you that don't know me. (laughs) No, not Heather. (laughs) I don't care. I talk a lot. But I have to shut up sometimes and listen to that customer's need because it's not always there. Whether like I try to upsell them on stuff that doesn't need to be upselled, upsold, upselled, upsold, Um, whether it be just listening and taking the time or having that customer understand that shit just happened to them. So just remember, take the time, find their needs, listen to what they're doing. And then go from there. You're going to sell yourself. And if you don't come across as a genuine person, they're not going to buy from you. 
I'll take this as an example. I was just at a client's house last month and this individual said that we're his fourth or fifth company that came out and we were the only company that came out that actually listened to what he had to talk with. And yes, and I'm not shitting you, I'm about to tell you. And I was the only girl that came out and he was shocked. My husband was with me, but hubby was in the back doing the equipment stuff because hubby and I tag team. Like he'll go do the equipment and I'll I'll do the pool stuff. That's just, that works well for us. And that's what we do if we go together. And he's like, I can honestly tell you the main difference from the homeowner. The main difference and why I chose to go with you, Heather, was because of you. You actually took the time to listen to what my needs were and take, take into account that I didn't need all this other shit that all these other companies were trying to sell me. So I reformed that relationship. Like he sold based on what I was telling him because I took the initiative to listen to his needs. And he told me one of the guys were all dressed up, you know, to the max, like head to toe, super fancy dress with snakeskin boots, nice press pants and nice, you know, button up shirt with their name on it. He said, that's all well and dandy, but in the construction field, he goes, that's one. I was like, I've never heard of somebody getting all dressed up like that in the construction well for estimates. I'm in shorts, flip-flops, and a polo shirt <laughs> or t-shirt. That's what I wear on my cells. Um, it, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever worn that fancy with stuff. I think the most fancy I did was I had my, my spandex pants on. Yes, ladies, I wear spandex pants still to jobs. Um, with my boots and my polo. Outside of that, that's it. But lesson learned. Listen to what your clients need. Have at it. All right. Bye, guys. Just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 